Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. And so when you're looking at your 12-week goals, look at it in terms of like, okay, is this reasonable for me to get all of this stuff done in here? And what might I have to give up? Maybe I work through lunch. Maybe I work through dinner. Maybe, I, you know, what's that going to look like? Be clear about what the price is. Hi, it's Joseph. And thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. If you'd listened to the last three episodes, one thing should be painfully clear. Annual plans don't work, and we're wasting our time and energy when we try to make them work. But we have big goals and big things we want to accomplish, so we need to do some sort of plan. To conclude this series, let's take a look at plans that do work and the prices you will have to pay to make them happen, because everything has a price. I offer weekly member webcasts, online courses, and mentorship at clearandopen.com because it's my truth that, with the right tools, anyone can eliminate the people, money, and time problems holding them back in business. And I share parts of these webcasts and courses on this show because I want to help you too. If you're enjoying the show and learning from it, I'd love your feedback. If you're listening to the show on an Apple device, all you have to do is open the podcast app, view the full description of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review for the show. Thanks so much for listening. Let's start the show. So there's some different elements that now we go down into sort of a micro level once you've accepted the idea of the 12-week plan or the 12-week year, as it's called sometimes. Then there's some other elements like considering what could go wrong. That's a really important part, I think. What's going to be challenging? Okay, here are my 12-week goals. What are the plans? How am I going to make this happen? What are the things that will get in the way? Good question. What are the prices I'm going to need to pay to make this happen? One of my favorite questions. Here are my 12-week goals. What prices? Because you see, when you have it 12 weeks... The prices become very clear. They become very discreet, very tangible. Because 12 weeks, that's January, February, March. Any of you have any vacations planned over the next 12 weeks? So if you were to create some 12-week goals and you look at what needs to happen week by week by week, you could chart that out, break down the results 12 different steps, let's say, or maybe 10 steps over 12 weeks that you're going to accomplish to achieve a certain goal. Well, you're going to have to work around your vacation or will you do something on your vacation? You see, you see, then that's going to be right in front of you. Whereas if you create an annualized goal, you'd be like, oh, well, I'll just, you know, I'll be able to work around my vacation, no problem. And you won't necessarily see the price that you're going to have to pay as an example. I'm wondering what an example of a price would be to pay for someone like a carpenter who is planning how a job is going to go. I can imagine asking the question, what, what might go wrong, preparing for that. But I'm trying to think what, what would be analogous to, I don't know, the, the, the price that one would have to pay 
<clears throat> what's the stretch that the person is called for? That's the place to, to look. It's like, in what way is the goal asking someone to stretch? Ah, personal stretch. What's it going to require? I want to write a book this year. Ooh. Yeah. That's a 2018 thing I'm kicking around. I, I haven't committed to it yet, but I'm, I'm actively thinking about what's the price I'm going to have to pay to do that. And one thing I know is there's some things I'm going to have to delegate. And I'm looking at that. I'm also looking at maybe having less clients. That's a price. Maybe I, I have my billable hours per month reduced a bit. Or maybe I uh, carve out every Friday. I stop meeting with people on, on Friday. And uh, you know I put in six hours of writing every Friday. That's an example of a price. So instead of going to the beach and working a half day on Friday, I lock myself in my room and write. That'd be an example of a price. But that book is not going to get written this year without a price being paid for it. So you see, that's a great example. It's like, instead of being in the, oh, someday I'd really like to write a book. Ha ha ha. Someday doesn't write a book. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm negotiating with what price I'm willing to pay. That's actually, sorry. Opportunity cost. Yes. Because something will have to give. Yep. It's not like you're not living for uh, six hours every week. Uh-huh. That to take you, you're doing something. It's yeah. a good thing I'm single. <laughs> something will have to give. And so when you're looking at your 12-week goals, look at it in terms of like, okay, is this reasonable for me to get all of this stuff done in here? And what might I have to give up? Maybe I work through lunch. Maybe I work through dinner. Maybe I, you know, what's that going to look like? Be clear about what the price is. And the good news is if you're not aware of that, that price, you'll become aware of it in about three or four weeks when you're a third of the way through your 12-week year and you realize you're completely off track. See, that's how fast it'll happen. It won't be six months into a year and you're going, oh yeah, that project's kind of not really started. Well, at least I've got the second half of the year, right? It, it, it supports delusion. 12-week year, you know you're off track in 10 days. So anything new that you start requires something has to give. There's a price. Unless you've got oodles of free time. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, free time like what? You're, you're sitting on the couch staring into space. You're doing something. You're watching TV. You're playing with your kittens. You're doing something. Yeah. You know, it's like for me, it's easy to wake up early here in the summer because it's warm and the sun is up at 530. But in the winter, it's relatively cold. I know you roll your eyes at me when I say it's cold. I mean, low 60s and you're like cozy in bed, not like you can get up and walk around nude for an hour because it's already 78 degrees at six in the morning. It's not like that. You got to put something on. That's how cold it is. You actually have to put something on here in the winter. So, so like, and the sun is, uh, rises later. So it's like, I, you know, in the summer I get up at five 30 every day because the roosters wake me up. But in the, uh, in, in the winter I'm sleeping into six 30, sometimes seven. And I, I indulged that for a while and it got me off track in my, my fourth quarter goals did not foresee that slept like a baby for a month and I really needed it. It was great. But you know, suddenly then it's like, Oh, 
I've jumped right into work. I'm not doing my meditation in the morning. Now I got to do this later in the day. And it's like the tile puzzle, you know, everything's been moved over. So you see how it always comes back to self-management and accountability? Take whatever you want, but you pay the price. You will end up looking face-to-face with, is what I want worth the price? Is what I want worth the price? Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. I want to write a book this year. I don't know if it's worth the price yet. Still figuring that out. That's the only question. Do I have time? Boring question. Can I do it? Boring question. Am I willing to pay the price? Now that's an interesting question. $50,000 in opportunity costs probably. A day a week in time. Another 20 or 30 grand in self-publishing if I don't get it picked up by a publisher. Or another $20,000 in lost time trying to find a publisher. It's an expensive proposition. But my heart tells me I got to do it. So really the question is, will I follow my heart? Am I willing to put fifty, eighty thousand dollars $80,000 behind my heart? That's the question. The answer is probably yeah. Hmm? Do books always cost that much to, for, to, for a writer to write them? Maybe more, huh? In nowadays, yeah. I mean, if, so if you're going to self-publish and self-promote, I mean, e- even publishers who, who pick you up now expect you to do a lot of the work, book tours, traveling. You know, they expect you to promote it. Wow. I mean, yeah, it's expensive because my time is worth stuff. So if I'm going to not be coaching people and writing a book, you know, for free, that's, a, that's an expensive opportunity cost. And of course, the last thing you need is something on a day-to-day basis to, after you have your 12-week goals, then you want to create plans to achieve those goals should be relatively simple. And that's where you use something like Asana or uh, Red Booth, something I've been playing around with recently that my assistant and I use together. Red Booth looks, it's also, looks a lot like Asana, a little bit um, less complex. Um, Basecamp, whatever it is, that's where you use that. And some of those things are just going to be daily habits. Like I have a daily habit that's, uh, I play at least 15 minutes of guitar. No matter how busy my day is, I can squeeze in 15 minutes of guitar. I've also started using an, uh, an iPhone app called Strides, S-T-R-I-D-E-S, that I'm a big fan. It's a habit tracker program. And that's cool for things that are like, um, Exercise, you know, I don't need an Asana project for my shoulder rehab or, uh, you know, strengthening my uh, body and reading and stuff like that. It's, it's, I, but I can uh, open up an app like Strides and just with a swipe of a thumb mark that, yes, I did, I meditated today and it tracks progress and shows streaks and stuff like that. There's lots of habit tracker programs like that. That's an example of a cool tool for a 12-week year. It was all in Happy New Year. The answer was all in Happy New Year, right? Like I told you. Screw the year. Hmm. The quarter is the new year. Yeah, that makes it more doable. Mm-hmm. You have New Year's parties every three months? Yeah. There's another... Exactly, Scott. There's another great benefit. You have a New Year's the end of every quarter... Open up a bottle for a second. Financially. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with all the great goals you'll be producing, maybe you can. 
Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. If you want to help the show grow, I'd appreciate you leaving a rating and review on iTunes. All you have to do is open the Apple Podcasts app, view the full description of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review. Or you can go to clearandopen.com review, and it will bring you to the right place. If you're looking for more support on your journey, head over to clearandopen.com for even more tools, articles, and free resources. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.